Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to this new episode of Let Me Know with your host, the one and only <laughs> Jessica Blanco. That's me. <laughs> oh my God, today's episode is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited for you guys to listen. Um, I know I've been taking a little bit of a break. It's been a couple of months. I haven't been making episodes and I've been thinking about it. I've, I've had a lot of people reach out to me asking me what's going on but I feel like I say this every episode though (laughs) I'm coming back I am making more episodes soon every time I'm inspired I pick up the mic um but for some reason now I've been journaling more and really enjoying just talking to the people that I love around me so I mean no offense you know what I mean but I'm gonna start recording myself again (laughs) as I should um I know you guys can hear my voice. I'm going through a little bit of a, you know, the seasons are changing. My throat is feeling a little bit funky, but I'm not sick. I'm not claiming that. Um, we're just getting better, you know, doing some holistic healing, some natural remedies, um, keeping ourselves clean and clean mentally too. So today's episode, oh my God, is going to be so much fun. I got to sit down with Atrocity, Balance, and Angel um it was such an amazing time they're amazing people all their artistry is immaculate I had such a good time and I think you know I don't want to make this too long because this episode is going to be really long so I really hope you guys enjoy and um you know whatever you're doing just sit down get a cup of tea you know smoke some weed get yourself something cook yourself a meal and just listen to us do what we got to do because this episode is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, please reach out to me if you guys have anything to say, you know, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the ambulance because he was Still really shot. Yeah, that check was like, Ooh. Damn, that's insane. Yeah. But all that to say, you know, we're very grateful <laughs> right now for life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're we're healthy. Yeah, we're great. We're so here. thankfully, we're great that we don't need exactly to go to hospital. So that's why we try to avoid at all costs. And you know, just do some holistic healing. You know what I mean? If you need to do some herbs, you know, <laughs> yeah. meditation, everything, mental, spiritual, and physical health, all are together. You know, I, and I think healing. like what like what you said. I think it that your back, like you know, how the chiropractor has a lot to do. Sometimes it's not even the mind. Mm-hmm. It's the same things internally. Like if you feel yourself with like very negative stuff, like I feel like you attract a lot of illnesses like that. Like yes. you get sick very faster, or you're just in more, and like you're easier to falling into because it's all one thing. Like if you all you do is search for negative energy, like it's like it all attracts itself. Like yes. It's, it's all one math, one science. Like. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. No, 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 no. But no, that's exactly what I was thinking right now. Like sometimes like spiritually, if you attract things, you're more, your body is just more prone to negative mm-hmm. energy or just negative anything because you're surrounded by it. You consume it. So your body just attracts it. Makes it sense. I think that's, it, uh, people don't realize that's a huge factor in that like how you are as a person mm-hmm. affects you not only physically mentally emotionally like right. how you treat other people affects you as well 
Yeah, it's a mirror. It bounces back. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk. yeah. Now we're now we're real. <laughs> now, okay, I'm gonna need a proper introduction because I don't think I introduced you yeah. guys. So, okay, so if you guys don't know who atrocity is, who is atrocity? What is atrocity? Well, um, I'm Valens Hartlock. Angel Natera. And we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're the owners of co-owners, co-founders of Atrocity. Um, it's been five years now since we started a brand. We do a bunch of um, airbrush pieces and we use a lot of spray paint, bleach to customize the shirts. And airbrush. We, we've worked a lot of, with a lot of different materials throughout the years. Um, when we started, we started off just DIYing, like mm. cool, find, finding our own ways to make cool shirts. And essentially we developed our techniques. Um, yeah, it's, I can't believe it's been five years. We started when we were 18, and mm. now we're 23 years old. We're both 23. That's so cool. What what inspired you guys to start something like this? Well, we've always been into fashion since we were little. Forever, we can we were like mm. we'd go thrifting a lot and try to find the coolest shirts and try to do something to them, rip them up or mm. or spray on them or do something to make it like better. Like DIY our own fashion. Yeah. Like this was like in high school, like twenty fifteen, um, mm-hmm. when like Kanye West was like thriving with his stuff, um, mm-hmm. and we were like thrift our shirts and we were DIYing like his stuff. <laughs> and yeah. people were like, "Whoa! Like, what is it? Like, people loved it. Like, people mm-hmm. were thought it was genuine, or people thought like that they didn't know a lot about fashion. They just thought it was a cool, like, wow, he has one of those style shirts, like, before it was being sold everywhere. Wow. But that's because we would just go DIY a bunch of stuff, so that kind of gave us the idea to, mm. like, hey, if people are really like ourselves, why don't we make some of this stuff and sell it? Like, maybe some, some there's not, sometimes people don't want to make it, they'd rather just pay for someone to make it. Right. That's what we want <laughs> it to be, is, like, we'll make it for you. <laughs> we'll make it DIY, for you. Yeah, but yes. we'll make it for you. And we made that known from the start. Like we're a homemade brand. Like everything was like at first we started off with like easy iron-ons and people knew that, but we did it in a different way where it didn't just look like a basic iron-on. We presented everything in a very professional manner from the start. Mm. And I feel like that's what really gave atrocity its look. It's because we're so strict on that. We always try to maintain very professional, like very professional looking. Yeah even if it's just a homemade brand. Yeah, that's what I love. I think that's what attracts a lot of people is just there's not much like people making these pieces. It's mm-hmm. more of like, oh, okay, let me just put this name on a shirt and like, it's cool. And, and that's like everything, that's actually everything atrocities against. Um, we, we will never put a shirt and just call it, like put our name and call it a day. Like at least with it not having the per- like the right material, right? Like everything will be thought out and planned out it won't just be an easy job like it's it's just not it's not not right for us it's not us because we just don't like things that simply we like to put hard work into our shirts like when you're getting one of our shirts like you're paying for our labor like it will be made dedicatedly and take us a couple hours sometimes Mm. to make your shirt just for like whoever buys it just for yeah just for you yeah and a lot of people notice that then the individuality of every shirt and how meticulous it's like really done and how precisely we actually do every single one of them Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of like the beauty of our brand um and that's what we hope 
more people start to like recognize from us yeah. how much hard work really goes into it. Like we do multiple layers. We can finish a shirt so easy. We came up with such a cool design. It looks so cool. It's done. But we're like, what if we have this? And we yeah. just, we don't. And there we go, making it a triple harder shirt to make when it kind of just looks simple. <laughs> right. But then we get the ultimate shirt like that. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes we we make a shirt right an order and then went up doing a mistake and then that mistake looks so sick and we're like <laughs> yeah. oh my god we should just do yeah, this all yeah. of them. and then we end up like changing the, the design or whatever and it works beautifully it works that's so perfectly. cool like, you'd be surprised how many times that the mistake is actually the final product yeah. right? <laughs> like, you know, but then sometimes we have our like oh fuck no we, <laughs> we, we ruined and then this that's <laughs> But it's very rare when it happens when it's non Yeah, when in the beginning it was so funny because we would mess up all the time and we'll be like, oh my god, like, what all are we going to do? Like, all the time. Everything would go wrong, like, because, all the time. Okay, this is, some, this is some backstory to yeah. us at the beginning. Like, so at the beginning, since we started off, we had no background funding for this. Like, we didn't... We didn't we, start with we, any money Yeah, at all. we started off, like... As something small we're like okay um let's start off as a as a, it was initially going to be a hat brand because i wanted to make videos like i was already doing my videography and my photography at the time mm-hmm. um so i wanted to at that time i already had five years of doing photography or mm-hmm. four years of doing photography mm-hmm. and film so i was like bored of just doing my own project so i wanted a reason to do it i was like no one would hire me no one would do anything for me so i was like I was talking on Angel with Angel on the phone and and we started talking about that. Like I was like, what if we make a brand? So I was like, and you could do the hair, you could do the makeup. I was like, I can shoot it. We can make videos. We can make teasers and like, and we can sell them. Like people always like, what well, we do anyways? We can just like sit down and make them. And we just mm. we both came on agreement. And we thought that that was like the perfect idea to kind of like not only get us going as a brand. We didn't think about it so much of it taking off hugely as a brand we thought of more of us developing in our crafts mm. like being able to like develop more like that would give us a reason for angel to continue doing more hair and that would give me more reason to continue shooting mm. so that's kind of the opportunity we were taking for atrocity little did we know so we're like we'll do something easy hats like mm. it was just gonna be that and we did a prototype we we went um and we purchased some this is this is 2015 this or 2016 when <laughs> dad hats right it, it, it sounds that it, it this is past fashion so it makes it sound like crazy but at the time it was really cool okay uh-huh. um <laughs> i promise 2016 this is before no one no one was wearing the baseball dad hats like no one this yeah. is when snapbacks had just left the scene and then there was that in between of fashion so then there wasn't really a hat style right like, mm-hmm. at the time so then dad had started this is when only high fashion people were wearing the dad hats so me and Angel being the high fashionist, high fashionistas for people we were at the time, we were like, okay, we're, we want dad hats. Like, let's start selling dad hats before they become a thing. Mm-hmm. So, and this is also when, like, back to Kanye, like, this is when the Kanye West era sold. This was ripped everything. Remember the ripped mm-hmm. everything? Like, yes. ripped shirts, ripped jeans, yeah. ripped everything. So we're like, okay, let's, uh, let's rip the hats. Like, and we distressed them. We made a prototype and we, we distressed them. And I was like, let's shoot, let's shoot the first um, trailer for it, just to see how it looks. Mm-hmm. And we we gave it a run, and we shot it all. We shot it um, with some friends of mine. They were there was just some friends that I had. Or I always had like a hand of models that I that I would try to pick on and choose, and they agreed. So we shot them. Angel did the we had one girl, so she did her hair. Did you do her hair makeup? Yeah. 
she did her hair and her mm-hmm. makeup and we dressed her and then we started shooting and then we shot this is at the time when I was just becoming friends with Emilio so I, I invited him and I shot him with mm-hmm. the hats and I made this whole little trailer and we posted it and people loved it like the, our little bit of Facebook friends and Instagram followers loved mm-hmm. it like everyone was like oh my god I want one like this looks so cool like cause we posted I was like what, what, what do you what do you guys think like uh-huh. this is so cool and we made it look like a commercial I made it like a three minute length video oh wow yeah and people they liked it so then we're like oh cool and we just left it as that we got excited and we kept it like yeah we'll do it we'll do it but back to the there being no money so we just like mm, this is freshly out of high school so Mm. this is when we're trying to step ground what are we doing where are we gonna land and yeah but at the same time with a bunch of freedom like with a lot of like spare time in our hands Mm -hmm. um so we started like not thinking much about it we just left it at that we didn't think too much about it and then the like until like a few months roll over so people got, keep messaging us about the hats yeah like this is like <laughs> months like, like we forgot about it we did it thinking like it was, but we all were like eh, yeah. we just like left it like we, <laughs> and it wasn't I took a trip and I was in Mexico and so I guess one of Angel's cousins kept messaging Angel like I really want one of these hats like when are you guys gonna release it? like everyone was pressuring us like that much like what when are these out and then the Angel was like when are we gonna do them like everyone's asking me and then I was like oh like <laughs> do you have money? Like, I was just thinking. So then we came with a plan and somehow we're like, okay, we'll ask your dad. And we ended up asking him. And for him just had a little bit of money. It wasn't too much, but something to get us started. And he agreed and he helped us. Mm-hmm. And we bought a little bit of hats, like, just to start off. But we ended up getting the idea, let's just sell shirts as well. Like, might as well just might sell well, t-shirts. Yes. Like, let's just sell some t- t-shirts. It'll be cheap. We just buy some. So we got shirts and we got hats and we started having we did a test trial run Mm -hmm. which was just on these like walmart shirts and we hand painted on them and Mm -hmm. they literally look so (laughs) we still have them yeah we still have them because we painted them with acrylic and obviously it was so thick and like didn't work but we were thinking just so we know the design the overall design of it so then we ended up making our own stencils and using spray paint and using lots of layers. But and since so we hot. messed up, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd get a new design. Yeah. And then we'd so mess we up again. With, with three designs <laughs> three because designs. of the mess up. But they were the and most were beautiful so cool. designs. Like, they wow. were so, well, well, like, perfectly done, but it was a mistake. But they looked so right that we kept it as a design. Do you have pictures of these? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll show them. And I'll actually send them to you. So. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're literally so, it's, it's so cool. How they were lightning bulbs. It started off as lightning bulbs because initially, before all this, I had done a shirt for myself with two lightning bulbs. Like I, mm-hmm. I've always been a graphic designer. I've been graphic designing for uh, nine years now. I started Ooh. very young, mm-hmm. doing graphic designs, doing like edits, doing posters. So this was already so to create shirts was like not that hard because you it's the same knew, thing. Like you're already uh, thinking. Like yeah, that. exactly. Mm-hmm. I was already formatting pictures and files mm-hmm. like flyers, so it was the same concept, but on a shirt. That's fine. So I had already yeah. done a shirt idea. I wore a shirt, threw bleach on it, and put two lightning bulbs with with um, acrylic paint, Ooh. and that was like 
before we had even done the commercial. So that was already done. So when we were buying the hats, I was like, what do we do shirts like these? But we do them better, obviously. And then Joe was like, yeah, better. Well, because the one I did, I freelanced it. She's like, we're going to do stencils. And we sh- I remember she was like, we're taping it. And she taped it so precisely. It took forever. She taped it, taped it, taped it, and overtaped it. And no, but we did it. And it came out so cool. Like, it came oh out God. so cool. We posted it on our snaps. People love the idea of the, the, the shirts. So then we're like, okay, hats and shirts. That's it. That's like, mm. that's our thing. And we ripped them. This was like during the season. Of the ripping, ripping. Yeah. yeah. And we already knew the name was going to be Atrocity because on the first day when we were talking about that, when we were discussing, we discussed right away, what is the name going to be? And we wanted it to be, we wanted it to be something. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. This looks really cool though. I Like, you know, especially for the time. Like this is like looks, we have looks, no idea. How yeah, to this it. looks mm-hmm. like this is really cool. Like it looks. I mean, you've already seen it. <laughs> I'm like showing you. <laughs> you already thank know. You. Well, no, that you. looks really cool. Thank but you. yeah, continue. You were saying. Um, what was I talking about? That that she taped it and like retaped it. You guys, oh, did yeah, it. everybody so we loved like, it. Yeah, so this Snapchat. is it was like getting momentum like at the time. Oh, so you're talking about atrocity. The name. Atrocity. Oh yeah, so this is how <laughs> the name came along because we did it all quick. Like this was quick under uh-huh. speed. Like when we were thinking of the brand, we thought, okay, what is the name gonna be right away off the bat? So when we were thinking of the name, we're like we we were saying so many things. We were we were throwing random things like when there's nothing left. And earlier that day, we had mentioned the word atrocity, and we had looked it up because we were referencing something, and I didn't know what it meant. She's like, that's not what it means. And I was like, yeah, it is. And she's like, no, it's not. So she Googled it. And I was like, what is that word that I said earlier? And she's like, atrocity? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and we searched it, and we both read it aloud, and it, and it says a cruel act of violence. Ooh, so it wow. means like an object or something that has a cruel act of violence or something. So we really liked that so we're like if we rip the hats if we rip the shirts it looked like a cruel act of violence happened to the shirts it happened to like someone came like they were in a fight they were in something so mm. we're like yeah and we right away searched it on instagram it was taken atrocity was taken so but then we're like we liked it so much we're like atrocity atrocity the way it just sounded mm-hmm. that we're like let's just add another letter what letter and we just added two eyes and and Honestly, that's like the best decision we could have done. Because now the word atrocity is like it doesn't even mean atrocity. It's now it's the brand. It's it's its own yeah. word. It, that's atrocity so stands itself. And so yeah, that's so that's so crazy. So when you guys started, did you ever think about how popular you were gonna get? Like how much influence you would have on like other people, or how much people would love it? No, not at all. At first, like. Obviously, we had our our fam, our close family and friends that was that, that were very supportive, but um, we just did it because we loved making them. We loved making the shirts. We loved making updating the website. We loved taking the pictures, making the photo shoots. It wasn't so much for like everyone else. Of course, we wanted to grow, but we weren't focusing on the numbers at all. Like we were mm. doing it for fun. Like we're we were like, doing it because we wanted to look legit. Like, mm. we wanted to prove that what we could do was legit. We, like, to mm. prove to other brands, like, okay, hire me as a photographer. Look what I can give you. I can give you professional work, her too. Like, hire me as a hairstylist. Look at the hair work that I can do. Like, right. it was like a deal that we both, like, benefited off of. Like, mm. we were like, wow, it's something we both were passionately about. Like, this is when we were finally got to work together because, like I mentioned before, I was taking already, I was already shooting for four years previously. Like, 
four years by myself, like no hairstylist, no makeup artist, no anything. Mm. Like this is before I worked with Angel because I used to live really far away from Angel until I finally moved back really close. This was our shot. This was our chance to finally work together. The Angel was our hairstylist and we've known each other since forever. So we're like, this is like, this was the moment. <laughs> like this is when it was finally going to start happening. Mm-hmm. And we just needed an excuse because people would cancel on us a lot. Like, Mm. if there was no really a reason but once we had a brand like hey do you want to model for our brand Ooh, how that changed things like, people loved <laughs> like, that wait, wait. Yes. like wait for a brand <laughs> yeah like people loved it and <laughs> it was so much easier to get it but w- before we move on from that we actually we flopped the first day like we mm-hmm. were let down completely that's where that story was going because mm. we set our expectations so high because everyone made it seem like they were going to buy from us everyone right. made it seem like they were waiting like there were there was a line of customers just waiting to buy so after doing all this hard work after taking and we finally we set out a release date which was september september mm-hmm. 16th yeah. is our date yeah we were like okay september we did a website angel was like because i wanted to sell on etsy and she's like <laughs> she's like this is before deep i think it was like yeah this is before, before deep this is this is before I, deep yeah etsy was yeah. popping yeah, yeah. remember when etsy <laughs> was <laughs> The moms really still love Etsy though. Yeah, They're like there. this is when Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would buy a lot of hats from 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 there from Etsy. Like Etsy, I would buy everything from there. So I was like, let's just sell on Etsy. Like we we can make an account and just sell. And Angel was like, no. If we're gonna sell, we're gonna make our own website. But I was like, how are we gonna? Don't you have to pay for that? Like I had no idea how to make a website. Like yeah. Uh, I knew how, but I knew you had to pay. But I was like, how are we gonna pay? But then when we got. That's what we did with the money that her dad, we we did a smart choice. Instead of spending it too much on things, we did the right thing and just right away invested in our website and we paid it. And that was probably the best decision we could have done because that legitimized mm. us from the start. Like, from the start, we had a website. Mm. And we had professional photos to do it because of me. Like, we had professional photos and videos to do it. So it just all, like, it all yeah. felt right. So we had the website. We were beyond proud of the website. It looked nothing what we expected it was going to look like. The release <laughs> date was the next day. We were so excited. We're like, oh, my God. The next day comes. The time comes. We get no orders. Like, we literally get no orders. And we're like, oh, okay, like, five minutes. We got one minute. till the end of the day. Yeah. And, and we're, we're so happy. <laughs> and we're like, that day was about to end. And we're like, we got no orders. Like, it was so, uh-huh. like devastating and then mm. boom we get our first order and like <laughs> if you have squarespace you you get like 30 emails so yeah. it sounded like the coolest thing to we both our phones started going off like you get a notification from your gmail you get a notification from your commerce you get a notification from squarespace like it's three back to back and we were like oh our God. eyes one order sold that was it for us that was all we needed to do for the first day we got so excited yes. So, we got so excited so and we right away investigated yeah. with someone we knew and we were so happy we're like okay that's one order the next day boom boom we got like two more we ended up mm. so our first two days we ended up just selling like around three but it, that was it like we were like what like where's everyone like where was everyone that said they were gonna buy like right. we kept posting it we kept and everyone was kind of like oh like, <laughs> like, like oh, now, now there's money and we were charging for shipping at the time because we didn't know anything about the shipping like we didn't know anything <laughs> about anything about anything like, we had to learn everything ourselves there was no oh no God. one around us who knew we either. were so dumb <laughs> we didn't know how to ship a package we didn't know we had to write it on we didn't know how to write the dress or how to ship it label. in or where to go like, like we didn't know what to put it yeah, in yeah that was the hardest part <laughs> no one explained it no 
This was before everyone was explaining it on YouTube. This is before yeah. everyone was selling as a trend. Yeah. This is when it was just starting. Like, yeah. so even us Googling, like, how to ship, you wouldn't get a video. Not be sure ship. If you search how to ship things, like, there's a bunch of small, like, business people that are like, oh, this is how you ship, like, and they mm -hmm. explain it. But back then, there really wasn't. We searched it, and no <laughs> one could give us the right answers. Yeah, it was, yeah, oh. was crazy. We had to go into the post office and ask, and, like, Yeah, so I thank God we got a really nice woman mm -hmm. who explained it to us. Yeah, she's like, okay, so, and you explained like, to us yeah. the poly bags, and we went on Amazon, yeah. and we got everything, and essentially. Uh, yeah. So, we were ready for the day, and when the day came, and we only sold, like, three orders, I believe, was the, on the first two days. And that was kind of, and we were a little sad because we're like, oh, wow, like, where's everyone? Mm -hmm. But then, as we saw, we're like, okay, we didn't let that bring us down. We're like, okay, what, what's our next step? How can we get people to buy? Like, we have all the things now. And our Instagram had no followers. This is like, I barely had followers. She barely had followers. Mm -hmm. This is when no one from Phoenix, I had just came from Buckeye slash Mexico. Like, mm -hmm. Angel was part of Trevor Brown, like... <laughs> the ghettoest scariest high school on the west side if you know what trevor brown is like so if no one know who we were if you know you know um so like no one absolutely know who we were it was so hard to get followers for the brand so we're like what now like how do you get followers you can't mm -hmm. just buy them we thought let's do a giveaway Mm. And that was another smart idea. It was like it was almost like a little ladder. The right choices you had to do because we wouldn't have done that giveaway. Where did you get these ideas from? Like, what did you brainstorming, see? Brainstorming, talking yeah. for hours. We mm. talk on the phone for hours, like trying to come up mm. with ideas. This is when we were free a lot of the time, so we just hang out. Or, <laughs> yeah, or it was talk. Uh, it was summer. Uh, oh no, it was a year after we graduated. It was summer. So, so it was summer twenty. And I had just gotten into 2016. school. Summer twenty sixteen. Mm -hmm. was a f when we started mm -hmm. atrocity mm. so we would talk all day about that's basically all we would talk like, about like, how can we would we were literally like <laughs> it's so <laughs> cute to think about we were so nerdy like we were so <laughs> like oh my god people would love it like we just wanted it like to show off what we could do and like mm -hmm. find an audience for it like i can't words can't explain like the things we would talk about because it was so funny like the way we would think Mm -hmm. um back then and so we're like okay like maybe they want a free shirt we're like let's do a giveaway because we would always participate in giveaways that's why oh, we got that yeah, idea yeah, yeah. that's when giveaways were thriving back in the day remember makeup giveaways remember this was during that time this was that's YouTube. True, so we're like okay let's do a giveaway oh my god mm, that's the best it's like we hit a wave of tallison because out of nowhere <laughs> we got all these tallison buyers like oh my but, god like we that's started crazy. getting these like little buyers we started selling we we then out of nowhere we sold out of our little hats and mm. that was it we we kind of left it at that for the first that was the first era and the first release basically. for our first release and we started doing wow. um and then we started to do we came up with another collection called Sad Collection Sad? yeah Sad mm -hmm. and so that one was really exciting because that one changed the atrocity yeah it, it basically I feel like it gave us the, the basis of like our our style because it, it involved a lot of bleach a it was lot a of lot cutting of hand work hand cutting I cut everything by hand like um, this is, and this is a story which is this is a really good part to capture because no one knows the story like no one I catch myself surprised how so, how so little people know the story about us because when this collection was starting like 
Again, no one knows. This is 25 likes a post from our close friends. <laughs> yeah, like 10, 10, 10 likes. Like, we had no nothing. Mm-hmm. So, when we were doing, we did the extra steps we took. So, after the first collections, the winter had just passed. We sold our last little bit of shirts. Um, spring was coming upon. Like, this is now 2017. Like, spring was coming up 2017. So, we're like, we got the idea, like, we, we haven't done it. We haven't done anything in months. So we're like, let's do something. I'm like, let's sell some shirts. What, what, let's go searching in Angel for this instance. She had been going, uh, she was at this store that was closing down. And she's like, I'm at this closest store down and they're selling a whole bunch of shirts for really cheap. Like, we have to mm. get them. And we're like, and she's like, they have all sorts, they have like three colors. They, and I was like, really? And she like, sent me pictures and I was like, she's like I have the money for it like we have a little bit of money left like I can buy them and I was like okay buy them like just buy them like don't even think about it like just buy them all like if they're great price (laughs) and they're really cool color then get them like there's no problem you don't have to wait on shipping Mm -hmm. so she's like okay she got them all she shows them to me and we're like oh cool and they're all these colors they're these pastel colors mm-hmm. so i'm like that's perfect for springtime I'm like, we can do the spring collection and we kept saying that. so we got excited let's do a spring collection and we're trying to come up with what to name and what to do and we came up with the name sad collection and we wanted to involve like this like kind of just like a more like simple graphic design but giving it a cool look to them like not necessarily making them so crazy this time but just like a little bit more simpler but cooler mm-hmm. like more legitimized and this is when we started instead of spray painting because we were using spray paint mm-hmm. we're like mm, le- this is when we got I- a hold of iron-ons so then we're like okay let's start working with iron-on material so we before we knew about vinyl before we knew yeah. vinyl but before, mm-hmm. before the rest of it. so this is as we're learning on the way so we're like okay we get a hold of um photo printing slash ironing on and we're like okay how can we make this cooler so i start making up some different graphic designs and based off like i'm this i'm doing my research this is when i'm like seeing the top brands like the coolest things like what's in trend what's not like what are people liking so i'm like no they're like people are liking words people are liking little phrases on their shirts and i'm like so we have to put phrases on their shirts like (laughs) and designs and somehow i'm like somehow we have to add a design and a word like and that was so hard so so when we thought of sad collection like and this is when i worked at a call center so i had hours to think hours to think so i'm thinking and thinking and this <laughs> like, all, yeah like and i wouldn't even take calls like i thought this was really slow so i would just be sitting and i started getting a whole bunch of ideas when i got home i made a whole bunch of graphic designs and then mm-hmm. i showed angel and she loved them and we're like yeah so then she would like come over and we'd like start messing with the graphic design and like we printed out on a sheet of paper a whole bunch of roses and then we printed out a whole bunch of words in this certain font, which was the most hardest font ever. And Angel <laughs> took her time. Each, every individual letter, every single little section cut out by hand with these little tiny scissors would go like... No, they were big scissors. At like. first. Because <laughs> she would try different ones. Because oh this was God. like insane. And she got to a point where the bigger scissors were easier. <laughs> Cause these words were tiny, like we were making little graphic design, and the the font was crazy, like it was like rocker font. So mm. imagine that, like having to cut out. Should do it. Do you have a picture of those? Yes. Um, and she would like do the work. She did the work for cutting them out while I did the work of editing. While we both sat down and we're like, okay, how can we? Like we put it, and I'm like, oh, this looks better. This looks cool, and like we did it, and we did. We sat down for two weeks, and we did finished all of those like 
30 shirts that she had buying or however many there was 30 40 shirts oh wow it, it was like a it was a handful of them and it was a lot and it was like like five or like six ten different colors i mean ten different shirts of each different shirt so each like, color yeah yeah so we had our little inventory of each one so we did every single one in every single size Ooh. and we had our inventory and we're like okay so we start shooting in this and this time this is when i've i'm like really trying to develop more on my videography and my film and this is when i'm like getting into vhs so like i decided to make this like really cool video at the time which I don't like the editing style of it now, <laughs> but at the time, you know, like, <laughs> I did. I love the video. <laughs> For Stan, I had to use iMovie. This is when I edited with iMovie. Um, so <laughs> I made this really video. We gathered, I, we, I wanted, me visually, I always like, I'm very selective with my models. I'm very, I do the model selecting. Like, I just mm -hmm. like, I have a very particular, like, I like to choose my faces on, like, who looks well on who can pull off what. And mm. for this instance, I'm like, these shirts would look really cool on skaters. And mm. I was like, wouldn't this look good? And Angel was like, yeah, we should get skaters. We knew no skaters we at the time. We didn't know anyone. Anyone. But I had a co-worker that she was. She was a cool little skater. So I asked her, her boyfriend were really cool. So I'm like, at the time, I was like, hey, would you guys be down? And she's like, yeah. And she's like... And she's like, I was like, do you have friends by any chance? And she's like, yeah, they would be they would be down tomorrow. And I was like, tell them to come, like, come over, blah, 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 this day. We set a day. We took the shirts. We did a whole photo shoot. We got food for them. Like, it was the coolest photo shoot. It was such a success. Was they so were so fun. fun. They did the job. They did so good at modeling. Then I got, got another friend. I When I made her wear it, I followed her, went around the neighborhood with roses. I was just shooting the shirts, doing really cool things. Mm. And we shot this other guy, and we put this. Whole, I put this whole little video together, like a whole little clip for it, to to announce our sad collection. And That's so it, cool. it was literally this time, and this is where it gets the story gets really interesting because this time we're like, okay, the the release date is coming up. Everyone knows that the release date is coming up. We had been announcing it at this time. We had a little bit of a following like 100 200 followers so we're like oh like you know that was people that were watching now mm -hmm. so we're like okay like they know the day like mm -hmm, you know let's keep it up let's keep them excited yeah but then at the same time i was like mm, like you know maybe it's not gonna sell but we're like no no like maybe it will maybe it won't like mm -hmm. let's just keep going and then we set the day and we're like 3 p.m 3 p.m like it will be and at this time i worked i worked at a call center so then i was like we'll make it live when i come out and i can be home so then we can do it Mm -hmm. and and I'm on my way home and an angel's and it's like 2.40 and she's like I'm not home I'm like what do you mean we said 3pm and she's like who cares she's like no one's gonna buy no one bought last time and I'm like I know but who cares I'm like I'm like just and she's like I'm almost home but I'm like no but you have to be there I was like being so annoying and, she, and then she's like I will and she hung up on me she calls back she's like I'm home and then it's like 2.59 and, she, and I'm like, okay. And she three comes, she makes a live. And then like, we're like, oh, okay. Like nothing, one minute passes by. We could you not order after order oh after God. order, yeah. like bump, sold wow. out. And we sold out on like one shirt. Like we started selling, like it was what oh we expected in the first one. But that this time in the second, it was like feeling. the coolest feeling. Like mm -hmm. we were literally like, oh, like. People were like, they were buying them. Like, it was shocking. Was so cute, yeah. They were twelve dollars. This is when our shirts were twelve dollars. Yeah. Mm. You could get a trial set for fifteen dollars, thirteen dollars, <laughs> ten dollars shirts. Ten shirts. Wow. Like, we were spending shipping. minus shipping, which is like five dollars. <laughs> we, we were 
spending we on shipping. We, we were paying negative, for people's shipping okay. because people didn't want to buy because it was too expensive. So we yeah. started char- charging zero shipping, mm. and we started paying out of pocket. Like we just like paid ourselves. <laughs> like, like who cares? Like we didn't care. We just were excited that people. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen anybody that's wearing those shirts now? Yeah, yeah. this guy. One of Bounce's friends came to the pop up <laughs> on Saturday wearing one of those it original. Was, we have shirts. a picture. Sure. Oh my god. Yeah. Like it's like so old, but it was really one of the first cried. shirts. Like that is so crazy. Because he was like. Did people, you guys keep copies for you? Um. Yes. Yeah, we have. We a have few, like a few. Um. But at the time, those shirts. <laughs> Jessica, when oh. I tell you they took off, they took off in Phoenix. Like those shirts, we Crazy. did the right design at the right time at the right era because no one had done in designs like that. Cut that huh? No one had done designs like that. No one. This was before. Wow. Like no one had done roses cut out. But now it's very basic, and I can assure you this because like we had look we. We did rollers because it had a specific meaning and everything. Like mm-hmm. we hand selected everything. We hand selected the picture. I took the pictures of them. I we hand cut them. We I need to every- I need to see the video. The video that you're talking about. Oh yes, about. Yeah. I want to see that. It's on our website. Put I mean on our Instagram. I find it really interesting, like just the way that you guys, uh, like the process that you explain. And, like, the way that you guys started and everything, I feel like, organically, it just looks like you guys enjoy what you do. And that just makes everything so much better. <laughs> and it, and I think it shows, and I think that's why your brand is so attractive and what you guys do is so attractive because it's so genuine. Like, and people love that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah like, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's like, the, the best compliment ever because <laughs> that is so true. We, we do love doing it out of pure love in our craft. Mm-hmm. Like, we do it because we love doing creative things like and if people are willing to pay for it that's a plus like oh yeah you get me and you enjoy doing that exactly and i think it's cool it's like a like a different representation of like arizona's like clothing because again like there's a lot of like streetwear there's a lot of like different things or we have you know the streetwear or we have like the for more like um towards women it's more like you know very cute Mm -hmm. very like you know like baddie okay this is really cool but there's not a lot of like avant-gardeness uh, there's not a lot of like um craftsmanship that gets involved in clothing that i've seen you know right. tell me yes. if i'm wrong no. but <laughs> i just think you guys are very much like ahead of that and i feel like with the right intentions and like just the goals that you guys have yeah. and the like the quality too because like sometimes you know people can sell homemade things like okay let me paint this whatever but the quality you guys offer i feel like it's totally different right. and just the look like you said your website i've been on your website and i've seen like i, th- I think that's when i don't know i think i don't know who was wearing you guys' shirts and i was like oh my god i love that and then i went on your account and i followed you and i was so intrigued i'm like because it, it was giving a lot of um uh it was mysterious it was like a mysterious like atrocity like the name you know what i mean i think of it in spanish like atrocidad like okay like it's something crazy and i'm like what is this and like it just looks so cool and i'm like there's no way this is from phoenix i mean no offense you know what i mean i believe in the phoenix scene like of course now now <laughs> but it's like no, at the time you. i was just like wait what like there's no way wow. and like i would see like people in common i'm like what and then I ordered and I received like the shirt and it was like good quality. I love the color, everything. Like it was like really dope. Wow, so you got the customer experience too. I got, huh? like, yeah. Before like even meeting us. That's so exactly. True. Like, and I was a fan because I, I'm a photographer. So I like, I, I'm attracted to visuals. I love colors and like, you know, different things. And I love fashion, like most importantly. So I would see something different. 
and I love different things. Like I just love things that look like distorted and abstract and kind of like that make me think you know so i was really attracted to the brand and i know people that are also attracted to that like you guys style of course i mean there's like a huge following and like people that are fans now but it's just really cool to have you guys here and really explain to me like how much this meant to you from the beginning and it still does and like it shows again like even with the art that you guys do like you have your photography your film is like very dope and i can tell that you're very um, meticulous about the things that you do it's not careless it's not like a random like okay that could be there like no you're very like intentional mm-hmm. and I love that because it's like the best art it's like with the intention and then what you do it's like with the, the hairstyling and like that is like a, an art of its own and it's like really cool how you apply that for like the the shoots that you guys take to like talk, like your brand you know what I mean you guys mm-hmm. really complement each other and it's really Thank dope. You. Thank you. I love that. So can you tell me more about your hair? Like how did that start? Like not your hair. I mean like, <laughs> 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 like what's wrong with her hair? Like, <laughs> like no. your hair experience. I don't know like hairstyling okay. experience. So I'm a licensed cosmetologist. Woo. Um, I started school right after I graduated high school, and. It took me a little longer. It took me two years to graduate just because of scheduling and everything. But I I first started, like, I enrolled into school because I thought it was going to be more of makeup. And that's when mm. makeup trends and everything were, were like, yeah. so big back then. She was an amazing makeup artist at the time. And I started, like, I was like, okay, well, I need to, I want to pursue this. So I looked into school and I enrolled not even knowing that I was going to be doing hair as well. Because mm. I was like, I don't want to do hair. Like, I love makeup. And it's so crazy because now I don't do makeup as much anymore. Wow. Like, I love doing hair. Like, it was full-on makeup. That's yeah, like, full-on. Like, I was like, like no, I'm too. not a hairstylist. Like, I, I would be, it would take a lot for me to want to do hair. And mm. then I started and I realized, like, wow, like, this is, not only is this, like, so easy for me, but I just, like, feel like I love, I love doing it. So, mm-hmm. um, so I started. I didn't even know how to braid properly until I went to <laughs> to beauty school, and then so yeah, I learned. I learned about color, and I was just so excited. I noticed that I was just like I wasn't falling into the categories that other the other my other classmates were like doing. Like I just felt like I was not to be like annoying, but I felt like I was already above like practicing color like i felt like i got it already i was her model by the way like yeah i was the whole entire time from beginning i did every hairstyle i would go into her salon i would come it was around all these old women i was the only guy i did not care i wanted to do the hair experience yeah i feel like uh like it yeah um like my family at first wasn't of course, like so, they weren't supported at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like now that they've seen me do what I do, I feel like they they know that, like you know, I'm really passionate about the things that I do because we've always done projects together where I have to do hair, I have to do makeup, and the outcome is always like so cool to see. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Valence was my model for a lot of the things, and it was cool. Like, well, <laughs> really I, it's cool. so funny to 
yeah. to look back at pictures on like you. She's turned off with my head. Like, yeah. Oh my god. So, but I, I think it's important. I just want to highlight that you said, um, you said that I don't want to be annoying and like that you were ahead, right? But I feel like if you know, you know. Like if you're, if you know that you are ahead mentally, like. You can say that. Don't you're not annoying. You just knew, and that's the and thing. Again, like, that's the thing too. with us. Um, mm-hmm. We don't like Humble. to pride ourselves. Yeah, and it's not even like to be annoying. Back to say that. <laughs> it's not to be the what they call like the pick me girl, like the, <laughs> the annoying. But like we mean it in all seriousness. Like I don't oh like God, in our own crafts. We don't like we now. It's taken this long for us to consider ourselves like to sometimes be like yeah. I'm, I'm above than the regular person, but we don't like to compliment ourselves that much. We're very mm. hard on ourselves, but I feel like if we wouldn't be that hard on ourselves, we would just like leave it there. Like from the start, Angel's been so hard on herself. Like mm. even though her haircuts were great, she was just never satisfied. She'd be like, no, until she perfected it. And we'd be like, your blends are great, but she made them better. Are you her her color mix her color? Her color dyeing was great and amazing already, but she fixed it even better. Like mm. same way with me, like my photography style was great at the beginning, like but we've kept we both and you can see it through our work. Yeah, I think if we would have considered ourselves like great even though we were better than the people around us, but if we would have like really believed it and felt it, we would have stayed there and never mm. evolved. But since we yeah. just felt like everyone not like just continue working like everyone else, that helped us like push ourselves more. Um, because it's just it's so difficult to see sometimes when you're really involved in your craft you don't see the value it has because you're seeing it too much you, you see it's yeah, you true. get mm. normal you get like as I've heard Valens say like whenever he's editing um, he's always like oh does it look dumb like you know, the <laughs> colors like this is boring I'm like you're dumb <laughs> you don't understand how good this is like it's just that you're overseeing your work you're getting you're like oh yeah you're over it already like you're just like sensitized to it yeah but it's like no you gotta realize i guess step back and realize (laughs) this is amazing what you're doing so we're all 23 right Mm -hmm. okay and where are you guys from like what's your background what well um i was born in garden grove california but i grew up here they my parents um, moved here when I was like three. Oh wow! So yeah, and I've lived lived in the same house since forever. Yeah. So my neighborhood is my home. Forever. For like it's always been like, <laughs> and um. It's been now all, all of ours. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> she's been the only one that's lived in the same house forever. Yeah. So and we've all my house would be the house that everyone would come over and would get in the pool like and like eight do year little old, eight year old us, nine year old us, like pool parties. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's it. It was the hub house. Yeah. Everybody would come. Mm-hmm. But um, we both came from very uh, like our our family are, are Christians, mm-hmm. so. Our friend group were mostly just people like, from church. We were very reserved. Like, we were very, like, everything. just kept to ourselves and our little circle at church, basically. Yeah, like, um, our families did not let us, like, go beyond yeah. growing up. That's like, interesting. With no, not that much of it. Well, I was born here, um, born and partially raised here because I was raised here and then I was also raised in Mexico. Like, my upbringing part, I was here i was born and then i was here until i was 
two and then I left back to Mexico mm-hmm. and then came back when I was four and then <laughs> I grew up until I was 10 years old and then I went back to Mexico and I stayed there until I was 14. Going oh, wow. Yeah, and then I came back and that's when I stayed here and I stayed here since. And you came back when you were 14? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I left, I left my parents, my parents are actually still in Mexico. Mm. I moved over here. Mm. What uh, what part of Mexico are um, they from? They're, they're not. F- they're from um, Gomez Palacio, um, which is like based off my recent show. Um, but they're currently living in Sonata Sonora, which is mm, in the small That's town. like right here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right literally Sonata Sonora. It's really close. That's like where mm. I grew up too. Mm. How did you deal with like going back and forth, back and forth from the states in Mexico? <sighs> it was very hard. Honestly, because I feel like that's why now as an adult, I realize how different it made me and as to why, but I think it was because I was exposed to more things than the normal person. Like I was moved, like I said, I moved to Mexico back when I was four and was there, I mean, three and then up until four. So I I had that little bit and we were used to, I remember when I came back, like I have clear memory of when I was four years old. When -hmm. I came back, like I remember not even liking purified water like i drink only tap water like i would, I would ask people for tap water instead of uh, purified water when i came back from mexico like so, so like cute. i was i only spoke spanish and i went into kindergarten not speaking english like out of all my class i remember i learned spanish in kindergarten mm. and then as i started growing up i stayed and then i learned english and then i i i was i i was the same like every other kid up until like um fourth grade I mm-hmm. when when I was like nine going to ten uh ten years old my parents were like yeah we're going back to Mexico and that was it and we packed everything and we left wow right after I, ju- I just turned ten years old and we left a month after and we stayed there and it was like a complete because this is like me growing up already like I was aware I wasn't a little kid anymore and like right. I was like what is going on like my whole life like what I knew in America like this is when I understand like nice living now yeah. versus like not so nice living like, mm-hmm. I have to go from like having and my dad used to really work like my dad was undocumented so he used to work he had his own business here like we, we ended up getting we started off being poor like mm-hmm. trailer up until like having a, a house in Buckeye in a brand new neighborhood recently mm-hmm. built mm-hmm. really nice house super really pretty and then out of nowhere like Everything back to Mexico just, they're yeah. like we're leaving back to Mexico and we just left and and you were was, nine right and was, yeah and it wasn't even to like uh, like a place where my parents had family it was a it was a town they had no idea like my parents didn't know an absolutely person mm. it was just and we left all my sisters here because my sisters are older they already like they were already like doing building their own life I'm much younger than them so my parents mm. took me with them and yeah we went and it was the hardest that was a very Mm. that transition is like mm. yeah because around that age like you said you're conscious of your surroundings Mm. you're already like assimilating like okay this is my house this is my routine my friends at school you know you have like your life here and then it just gets taken away and you're so small that sometimes adults don't talk to kids in a way that they could understand what's really going on it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like we're just gone and you can't say anything but you're scared so and it was mm. like getting used to and like no one liked me over there like no mm. one just by the like everyone didn't like me for the simple fact since it was a small town everyone knew I was from from the US so like mm. everyone there just hated me like all the little boys there like wanted to fight me everyone wanted to like kick my ass like even grown adults like te- the Damn. teachers there hated me like because you were from here? Mm-hmm. 
what, what was the reason? Like, did like, they explain anything else? Like, it was just like it's a, it's a very small town. It's very like their personalities there is very very hard. Like when you're new there, like everyone has the eye on you. Like who are you? Mm, like, okay. It's a very it's a it's a border town. So there's there's a lot of bad people. There's a lot of like narcos. A lot of like. Mm. like all those type of people so like you're either really rich or you're really poor there in that town so that's why yeah. everyone is like very weird there everyone's really rude everyone's like yeah so the teachers did not like me um i didn't i was always very like like outgoing out very like i didn't care like i just kept it going kept them away and kept it strong for my parents a lot mm. like but they never knew how difficult it really was like and i did they knew how harsh you know because there were some things that i just couldn't hold back that it got to a point where, like, even a teacher hit me and my dad went, like, up to his house. Like, Damn. Fought to his ass. Like, I've never Damn. seen my dad. Because he crazy. hit me. Yeah, like, it was crazy. It was like, yeah. a whole other life story. But I came back when I was 14. and yeah. Did it get any better as you got older? Or? Not until the last year. And better in a sense where I was able to just dodge everything and everyone. And I became, yeah, because essentially I became, like, really Mexican because since I was I went through puberty in Mexico so I developed as a preteen in Mexico so I was very different like mm. <laughs> I was very very Mexican like, it was so funny that's so interesting do you, do you <laughs> talk to your parents about this like now that you guys uh, they know they know some sorts of it and like they get very mad that I never told them mm. but it was like what can they do I wasn't gonna make them feel worse for their decision like, right that's so interesting I feel like I share that experience with you really? i I'm, i wasn't born here actually i grew up in el salvador and mm-hmm. i moved here when i was 13 mm-hmm. and that was my first time moving countries yeah when and i was already like you said like you were 14 so for me like my whole life i didn't live in the states moving here when i was 13 it was like a big shocker because oh, it's like know. it's a whole different country a whole it's different really language different. i had to like, the reason why I'm speaking English is because I needed to survive, just wow, to communicate. Amazing. Your English is Like, I, it's just <laughs> your so amazing. Your voice is... Your voice is so, like... Way, I don't even know how to say It's just so <laughs> perfect and, like, professional. And, like, oh, no. I wish I could articulate. <laughs> like, I want to speak like you. Oh, my God. Yeah, you see... Like, but I'm always, like, self-conscious, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm always feeling like I'm not from here. And right. I, I've come to, like, the... I'm okay with that. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm okay that I'm not from here, and I'm okay to just be uh, different, you know? And I think... Um, but having that experience, like, is really shocking. Because, again, you're... In my case, like, we're teenagers. You're kind of like, I don't understand, but I also don't have the age to be told what is exactly happening. You just kind of have to pack your bags and move. You know what I mean? I, yeah, it was just like a lot of different transitions that is just like yeah, shocking like, for anybody. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it makes you very different. I don't think no one that has an experience it can understand it because it's, it's, it's a, it breaks your like mind, your spirit, your everything. Like, yes. it it wakes you up in a different way. In a different way, like you, you just it, feel- you break. The, it, I see it this way. Going to like, <laughs> um, it's like you're breaking the simulation because you realize, wait, all these world, all these people function this way, 
And then you just skip this line and everyone functions this other way. But they don't realize that people over here function this way and yeah. the people from here don't realize that the people yeah. over here function this way. Exactly. And unless you're that person that's functioning in between, you realize that no, these two people know. don't even realize the two different worlds these two these it's two things so, are. It's so crazy because yeah. it's like a man-made line. It's Borders are so stupid it's so to me. Different. Like, <laughs> like, it's It's sad. like, what? How can this line change? How can... I'm on my way to Mexico. I'm like, how can the road go from being perfectly pavemented to the moment I cross it? It's a third world country. Like, <laughs> like, that's what I'm that's saying. The fact that these humans were like, mm, let's leave it up to them. Screw them. Like, yeah. just out of line. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. Like, being like, you know, like, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's fucked up. I it's hate so, it. I know. Me too. I, I cross don't. the border all the time and I just. And like I said, I think until you really experience being that, like, not just, like, visiting to a different country, but, like, actually have lived in a different country and then live into a different, not, like, not a month or two, but, like, actually change your whole lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it breaks you differently, like, because you're trying to adjust the way other people and then what you find rude, other people don't find rude. What you find, like, what your morals are yes. over here, oh they're God. different over here and now your morals are different <laughs> that you adjusted to this. Your morals are different to the people over there. Like, it's just, you're broken into these two separate people. Like, And then you have an identity crisis. Exactly. Like, who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I? <laughs> like, am I... Who I had a whole Mexican <laughs> life, like... I have friends. I went to la secundaria. Yo, yo estoy en la secundaria ya. Yes. Like, I was in segundo A. Like, <laughs> I have. <laughs> like, like, I couldn't imagine myself speaking Spanish. You yeah, know, with my like, friends, and now it's like. I got to the point can't. where I, over there, I cried because the first week in school, I had no idea you were supposed to kids clean school rooms over there like there's no janitors over there the, cl the kids clean the classroom and my yes. punishment i accidentally offended the teacher which it's it's literally it's your american it, side it's literally out. yeah i accidentally called them do instead oh, of usted and i didn't know that Ooh. this is brand new me from like first week yeah. in, in back in my and he's like, what did you call me? And I'm like, he went crazy. And he's like, you're going to stay and clean the classroom. And he went off on me. I remember a circle. And I, I had to clean the classroom. And I was brooming. I remember my, I, this is like 10-year-old me first. This is my third day in school. Like, and I'm cleaning the classroom by myself. Like, I'm like, what kind of torture is this for kids? You're making me clean the classroom. Little did I know that that's a weekly they thing. They say, welcome to Mexico. Yeah, they're like, welcome to Mexico, boy, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude they literally broke oh me in mexico God. like first day also like i pledged wrong like i did the american pledge of allegiance mm. and it's over there with, it's like that yeah. and they my teacher literally and that they got mad that i wasn't singing i was like i'm not it's my first day and like they i'm telling you this is how rude like they were, they were harsh i think that's so funny <laughs> i'm like about to cry it's literally, like, <laughs> I lived a whole other life people have no idea about. Yeah, that's how I feel. And it's crazy because it, it feels like a chop. I don't know if it feels like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally like, like the real one. ending. <laughs> and they glued on this American that's life. How it, exactly. I see it like that too. I can see that. I can yeah. see Because it's like, I see myself like, okay, this is me until I was 13. Like, ooh, dude, dude. Like, my life was different. Friends were different. Been, my house was different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You broke what you considered your reality into something else like into something else yeah because then you jump and you come here and it's like it's a whole, like, whoa, different, it's it's like a whole, whole different, different thing it's like when you're playing 
Mario Kart and you change map. Like, you know how different that is? It's literally, it's still a road, but it's like a completely different game. Exactly. That's exactly, exactly. what I consider. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's a completely different ball it's game. It's a lot. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot for a young mind to process. You're exactly. like, whoa, what? Mm-hmm. And then having to realize like, oh shit, I have to survive in this new environment now, which is like a new school. Like, okay, who, like... Uh, I don't yeah, even know what these people are saying. So like, I gotta speak like How this. How did you adjust yourself to life? It was crazy. Like, for me, uh, my first... Literally, like, two days after I moved here, I went to middle school for the first time. And I lived around here, so I went to Palo Verde. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I Wait. went there. Yes. Palo Verde? Yeah. This in Boca? No. Wait. Like, right... It was, like, right here. Oh, okay. It's because there's... Okay, never mind. Okay, so yeah, 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 I didn't even know about Buckeye at sorry, that sorry, point. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I went there and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, it's a Spanish name. Like, you know, maybe we speak Spanish here. Like, cute. Mm-hmm. And then, um, no. Like, I, and, I, and I came to the realization, like, there's so many Mexicans here. And, like, I had never met a Mexican person in my life until I moved here. Really? I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, work. Like, you know, you guys sound like the novelas, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, like, this is so cool. And, like, and just, like, people were so friendly and, like, but they were the only people that spoke Spanish to me. I'm like, okay, cool. But then I would see, like, a lot of erasure of, like, just South Americans and Central Americans. Like, I couldn't find any. So I think that had to really, like, that really affected my identity crisis because it's like, if you don't see yourself in the world for a long period of time, you start thinking, my story is not really valid. You know what I mean? Because, like, when you're so different, like, you literally come from a whole different place and people just assume, in my case, because I speak Spanish or the way that I look, that I'm Mexican, Mm -hmm. which you're not wrong for assuming because, hey, we're a bordering state. But it just erases, like, a whole culture that exists. And, and it's they unify not, it as just one. They unify. They take Mexican as a race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I've like, seen that a lot. They just mix it all in one. Like which exactly. Like, just was like this different parts. Like, yeah. Different bad. accents, different cultures. Mm-hmm. Like we eat different things. Like I don't eat spicy food, for example. And some mm-hmm. people get surprised when I tell them that. I'm like, no. They're like, Wait. And they're like, aren't you Mexican? I'm like, I'm not. I've never been to Mexico. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Actually, I've been to a Rocky Point, but at this point, <laughs> I don't even consider that. Yeah, Mexico. yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. It's kind of like. Yeah. It's a it's tourist just place. The yeah. Arizona's like backyard. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it's just really they, sad. That's true. It's really exactly sad. It is. A very exploited land it makes me sad. You <laughs> have no idea what people there do from like living there, seeing it was a different like it's so much more sad. Like uh, and like, especially in being aware of the U.S. side and what those people are aware of to then like what people are exposed to here I'm like wow right it's so sad it yeah it's just like it's different and and then going back like when you visit oh it's just God. crazy to just like like I go to places that are, like my my grandma's house like I go there and I'm like whoa like I used to play on these floors but it's mm-hmm. like but it's not the same. Like, now I just feel like, I feel like a visitor. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a different lost, human. You've <laughs> lost that. <laughs> like, you've lost I've that. lost that. Like you've, That's how it feels. Like, because you're not, you're not adjusted to that anymore. Like, you're adjusted to this new thing, this new realm, mm-hmm. this new form of living that, <laughs> that this new realm of living, like, when you go back to that old way, it's like, oh, my God, you don't fit in there anymore. Even if you try to fit in, you just yes. don't. Because You're just seen you as somebody that is Americanized. And it, it kind of makes you really sad. Like, you've lost that. It it does. It does. Because every single been I get exactly what you mean. Like, I go there and I see him, like, I used to with the streets that I would 
walk by, like where I would go to have fun, where I would go to hang out, like even if I wanted to, it just I wouldn't be able to do that anymore. It's, like, yeah, it's not it's the just same. Gone. The moment passed. Like I changed my life, so I did a decision that brought me to a whole different place. Mm-hmm. And now my living is completely different. It's completely different, yeah. That's crazy. And that I feel like that's it, how it is. Yeah, and it's so. Oh, it's such a hard <laughs> feeling to describe. Like it breaks you. It's like it's it, so emotional. It is. It's, it's really emotional. It's, so emotional. it's really. It's. It makes me look at like think of me as a thirteen-year-old as a different person. Like you said, because it's chopped. So it's like that was me, but it's it doesn't feel like that's me. It, but so then like you really them. get. You know what I mean? You, like you guys are the only people who can truly understand me. Yeah, like I think that's why, and I understand it. Yeah, like you understand. It's crazy. I've never met anybody with an experience like that. Yeah, like, I've heard of like okay, I moved here when me I was three. Either, I'm like, either. okay, cute. yeah, me. You don't either. remember shit, like okay, but you do. Yeah, and like, I yeah, that's I'm wild. Leaving that like was so sad. Like people don't realize I left my home. Like because I didn't up making because the way i played it mm-hmm. i ended up not being a sore loot like i'm not the type of person that lets to get made fun of like if you're gonna be making fun of me like i'll play long i'll be like okay like keep making fun of me like i'll start taking that as admiration rather than like hate and start playing like since i was very little like i know the kids didn't like me well i started playing against that like, be like mm, okay like mm-hmm. i started being like flaunting what i did have and like flaunting yeah okay well i am different than you guys and I started accepting for myself. And actually, since that age, I was already different, mm-hmm. dressing different because I would dress like the U.S. And at the time, there in that town, they considered that like very like oh, like, oh my god, he, you're gay, you're so gay, like every oh my god, like over there, it just like, they just <laughs> wanted to kill different. me. They just want they literally everything wanted to kill me. When I tell you that kids would wait in groups waiting for me outside of school to kick my ass. When I would get threats from kids that I wouldn't even know that they're gonna kick my ass. For oh things I haven't even done, like every day was a fear of me getting traumatizing. me getting jumped. Every single day up until the last year I lived there, like I was threatened, like by different people. Like oh my god, it was insane. But the way I ended up playing it was, I started winning people over. I'm a, I know how to win people over. Like you hate me, I'll win you over if you hate mm-hmm. me. Like I'll show you that there really isn't a reason for you to hate me. That I'm completely that you're. You're taking the wrong for me. Like, I understand that people get wrong impressions of people. Mm-hmm. And then I just show them I'm that. I look a little weird, but I'm not weird. Like, that I... Mm-hmm. And I I just know how to play with people like that. Mm-hmm. To just win them over. And I did. And I essentially started winning a few people over. The few people in my classroom, they saw that I was cool. So they, they kind of would protect me around from everyone else. Like, my classroom, oh. essentially. Because at first, my own classroom would attack me because I was a new guy. But then as, after, like, standing up for myself, because, like, oh, my God, there's so many stories. This could be a whole separate podcast of just, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, we should, we should definitely no, do because I did, Okay, I'll just say a brief thing. Like, I would literally get bullied by this, like, really tall girl in my classroom. Ooh. Yeah, like, this really big girl. Like, she was a girl and I was a boy. Like, but she was the first developed girls. Like, I was part of the underdeveloped boys <laughs> that were telling me. And these oh girls God. were, like, already going through puberty tall Damn. as hell what like, were they eating like, I they know like, they, were, they were the tallest girls like I'm not even joking like Damn. out of all of us like they made all of us guys she slapped me every day she'd call me names oh, and she yeah like she and it was it, I wouldn't I would come crying to my parents and they would be like hit her back and I'm like I'm not gonna hit a girl like we're telling my parents they're like we're giving you permit. my parents would be like we're giving you permit like they knew that it was just bothering me that they were doing mm-hmm. that to like bullying me that they weren't she wasn't slapping me just because I did something or I did something to get that reason to slap. Like, right. she was doing that with, like, just intent of me making me look bad in front of people. So my friends were like, you're back. Like, 
And I was like, yeah. no, like, yeah. and I grew up with sisters, and I still didn't want to hit them back. But it got to the point where she hit me so much, like, and it drove me to an insane point that I was like, you know what? And I had come, and then one day I lost it, and yeah, it's a whole different story. Did you did you beat her up? Did you win? I did. Damn. No, sure, sure, what was her name? I, 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 I won't say names because she. I think she still associates with my pain. If we're there, she's growing now. She has kids. She has kids and shit. I'm oh, telling you, it's a small town. I see what everyone's doing down there. So you probably look at her like, damn. No, I know. I still remember that. Like, no, we ended up good because I was at the very beginning. This is when I was fighting for my survival to get let in. Like, mm. they did not want to let me inside. Like, it's like trying to join up a pack that you're not part of like and looking extremely different like being a completely different animal trying to join a different totally pack like and trying to get them to accept you you get me at least here in the US everyone's a little more accepting because there's diversity everyone in Mexico was like (laughs) razor sharp teeth ready to come out your neck like any mistake you make and I'm telling you even the teachers do not like me at least the town I'm not saying that that's all like Hispanic people or like Mexicans but like just that little town I think small towns have that. Small towns, like, you know, everything everyone knows how small Because they all know each other, so it's in in they a way, I, in a way, I get it. It's kind of cool, talk, you know, if you're on and the other side is cool because yeah, like, you protect each other. But if you're a new person, I think they just they put them people, through things. Yeah, yeah it's they just a they lot. put us through a lot of things, like not just me, like my family too. But I we went through, I went through it, and I essentially surfed through all of it, like through all the mean things, like. I went to the point where I was just remembering the story, which I had totally forgot from my memory box. The bully that from sixth grade, the kid that hated me the most, he was the mm-hmm. most popular kid in, in school because he had, of he was course. the only kid with long skater hair kid. Oh this God. is like 2009. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants that shit. Okay. And like, so he was the popular kid that everyone, his name was Javibet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it was so And he was funny. popular and all the girls Dude, wanted him? Yes, or what? yeah. All the girls wanted, he wanted to kick my ass for some reason. Like, everyone would be like, he wants to kick your ass. Like, bro, he wants to kick your ass. Everyone would mm-hmm. tell me. I was terrified because I did not know how to fight. Like, was he big I was, or was he like... No, kidding? he was just like normal. Like, he was like my same height. Like, but he came like... He, it was Mexico. These kids were ruthless. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Like, they would just fight. Like, nothing. So, I knew my ass was going to get beat. So, I was just terrified. Like, I remember just having to go through fences. I remember having to go through gates, like, just to avoid the... Damn. One day, I have to... Like, this is when years pass by. Like, we're... Like, well, one year passes by. We're in sixth grade. Mm, this is after fifth grade. All that drama passed finally towards the end of sixth grade. We go to this brand new water park that's open. I go with my friends. And guess who got invited to the same group? Habibi. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Habibe, like, what was he doing? He was there. He was there. Totally Was he alone? No, yeah, he was a totally different person, like, completely. He was like, what's up, man? Like, he just shook me up. Like, I just didn't know how to play it. Like, I was just with my friend. Like, like, I was just like, okay, like, we got in the pool. Like, like, I just kept being myself. I kept being fun. Like, he was having fun. Like, he was talking to me, like... But I remember he was trying to get on my friend, so I'm pretty sure that was a huge part of it, which I didn't care on. Like, as long as he's not fucking kicking my ass, like, <laughs> I don't care. My, my friend liked it, so I didn't, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. No, he, this dude fucking, like, I don't know. He all of a sudden gets an obsession and wants to start hanging. I'm telling you, the next day, <laughs> Wait, he comes looking for me at my house. The kid, I, this is what? a real-life story. My mom is like, someone's knocking, they're like, Israel, te están, te están tocando, and I'm like, 
I go, and they're like, my mom's like, hey, they're, they're, they're calling you. And I'm like, who? I'm like, Habibi. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, what? <laughs> I literally walk oh, with the most confused <laughs> face. I walk with the most confused face to to the door. I open it to him. He's waiting. He's like, what's up, man? He's like, do you want to go? He's like, do you want to go walk? And I'm like, what? He's inviting me to hang out. He's like, let's go to to this park. And I was like, okay. And we go. And he just starts talking to me. He's like, so cool. And he's like, oh, do you want to start? And he buys me shit. Like, I'm telling you, this motherfucker starts spending money on me. I'm like, what? This motherfucker hated me. What is he doing? Like, treating me till this day, I have no idea what switched on him. And treated me nice ever since. And Damn. I never had a problem with him. And like, there was later on different people, but like, he, the one of That's the first so ones was just like, yeah. And I didn't, I had totally forgotten about that story until the other day when I was, I, I saw his profile and I just, the whole story just came Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. He just flipped. He said, actually, I want to be your bestie now. Yeah, he's like, actually, let's be besties. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He took you out. That's kind of cute. Like, like, super nice. Like, like, super, super nice. Like, we went went to a water park with a whole bunch of friends again. Like, Mm. and then he ended up getting with one of my close friends, like, when we went into school. And then he got her pregnant. Like, it turned into a whole different thing. Like That's really cute. Yeah, like, it was so That's a good story. But it started very traumatizing. Like, yeah. damn. He hated it. Like, I'm telling you, this motherfucker. He had long hair and everything. Yeah. He looked like yeah. a cool was, kid. Like, like, he was a cool kid that wanted to kick my ass and somehow he would just be like, wow. Maybe that's all he wanted. And then it's exactly, yeah, that's when people started liking me. When he accepted me, that's when I got accepted to, like, that's when oh. people were like, Because mm. then the kids were like, okay, like, everyone, he was the, he was the one that would, like, command the fight, stop the fight. Like, I'm telling you, he was that kid. Like, so you wanted to be on his side. Well, I, I ended up being like he just thought, <laughs> and this is when we were transitioning to middle school, which is a secondaria, mm-hmm. and this this changed the game. So I entered at least with not such of a heart, but now I have to mm. deal with the older kids that oh. also hated me, and that was a whole different story. Damn, that's crazy. So with that, like this is a, maybe like a different question, but like, how do you deal with your emotions? Mm. In how like in what way? So okay, so yeah, let, let me be more more precise. So <laughs> like when things happen to you, any sort of situation, right? It could be you get really upset, or let's just say okay for this case, let's be more specific. Let's say somebody makes you really sad, like they hurt your feelings. They they did something that you weren't expecting that they did, right? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Like like with, with hurt. All I'm trying to like mimic is like hurt. Just think of something um. that hurts you i don't know what you guys value most i when i get hurt by someone i i very analyze why i get hurt of course yeah i don't i I don't let myself get hurt and blame them i always even if it's like i'm even it's the most hurt i will see the reason why and the explanation like i I feel like i always try to reason myself like when it's hurting me too much i reason it out so there's not a war in my mind like I do it so I'm not going crazy I I settle myself down by saying like no like yes. they don't mean that like I prove myself like okay I really sit down like this you go behind their reasons yeah, like, huh? you try to understand like, why okay, they like, did what they feeling, did like they could be bothered like I could have had the wrong moment like I swear sometimes like I play myself in their shoes like I really read the moment before getting hurt and I am a very I just accept it like I always just try to process it that way when I get hurt mm-hmm. I don't let I don't tell someone when I'm really genuinely hurt by them for the exact reason I don't like other people to change my my 
feeling towards them. Like if I'm really hurt by someone, I won't even mention it to anyone because them telling me they could be, I know they're only going to be telling, this is just me being hyper aware. I know they're only going to tell me to tell me what I want to hear, which is beyond, because mm. they don't know the full story. So then I'm like, oh. Oh, like if yeah. I know it's something they can't comprehend I won't even ask because I'm like there's, they won't understand why I'm hurt like even though they'll just be like oh yes of course they'll understand my hurt because only it's my side they can't understand why they hurt me right, right. yeah nobody else knows the situation more than you yeah the so then I yeah. just try to reason it but if they understand like and it's a mutual person then I talk like then I will like converse mm. that's just the way I deal with that's so interesting. We're very, very similar. Like yeah, I we do are. basically the same thing. <laughs> I'm like we I try. Morph. I try to go. Yeah, yeah, I try to go like. I try to go like backwards. I'm like okay. At first, I'm like hurt. Hurt. I'm like yeah. oh, I like, accept. You the know hurt. what I mean? Yeah. I take it. I take yeah. it. Yeah. I take it. I'm like oh, this hurts. Like what? I couldn't. Ah. And then I'm like, okay, why does this hurt? And I start yeah. asking right. myself questions. Like why is it hurting? What was I expecting? Where do I want this to go? How do I want to react? How are my reactions going to take Am I really hurt or am I just not getting what I want? I also read that a big factor because a lot of people, we don't like to read that. We don't like to read ourselves when we just want to feel hurt. A lot of us just want to feel hurt by whatever anyone does because we just want the validation of being hurt. So we accept getting hurt when we're not (laughs) hurt. We just want to be hurt. So, 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 And that can ruin a friendship by you wanting to feel hurt when it's not really that like you're causing right. yourself to get hurt oh, so right. that's why I try to analyze it because I understand I, val- I value my friendship oh yeah <laughs> I-, I value <laughs> my friendship so much that I I wouldn't okay. lose them for a misunderstanding or an understatement like I really value my hurt and it's reasoning for its hurt like I think it's also part of my people pleasing part like that's red velvet and that's chocolate. Ooh. And I was all sticky. I was like, Thank you. So these, my, my friend, um, Ooh. my friend Dom made these. <laughs> yeah, they so make, good. uh, they make baked goods, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So shout out to Dom. Wow, shout mm-hmm. out. This chocolate frosting is already <laughs> bought. Oh my God. First bite. ASMR, we're doing a quick mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the ASMR segment. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm sorry. I like interrupted what you were saying. But you said that about being hurt and... We sometimes like to choose to be hurt. So I like I am aware of sometimes choosing to be hurt. So I unhurt myself by... Unhurt <laughs> myself. I love that because yeah, I... Yeah, because I, I, like, I'd rather <laughs> fix myself than to let myself go on because truly... The saddest fact is if I don't fix myself, I will fall into a deeper thing that I don't want to fall into. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just fix myself. And I'm like, no, it's not worth it. Like... Something just small, something, and I'm I'll wait till it's a real person interaction again, and then I'll do my final judgment. I'm like, okay, obviously it was something I did misread because there, if it would be something deeper, they would act totally different with me. There, obviously, it was just a misunderstanding. It was obviously mm. so that's kind of how I read my hurts. I try to always logic it. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Bring the cupcake. <laughs> Well, I feel like I have definitely grown a lot. I've noticed that in myself that I don't get as as obsessed or I don't really dwell on things as much as I used to. I feel like I would get hurt a lot by every little thing. And 
Mm. I just like now that I realize and I'm for like way more aware of my surroundings and and people around me and how people react and things that hurt me. I feel like I can detach myself from feeling hurt and like not let it affect me in the way that it used to. So I feel like mm. now I've got a a better grasp at how to deal with my emotions mm. in a different way. Yeah. I feel like just developing like I feel like it's just a part of growing. I don't know if it's being mm. twenty three. Can you mm-hmm. really have you noticed your growth at twenty three how drastically yeah. it is? Like, yes. Like we're like on a different level. It's literally a different yeah. level. These are red velvet. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Munchies. Wow. Ooh, ooh. Okay. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I keep interrupting you. I'm no, just, no, no, no. I'm crazy. just thinking like, mm-hmm. what's These next? <laughs> what was this thing? You said mm-hmm. that the growth at 23. Oh yeah. It's true. Don't you feel that growth at oh. 23? Like, yes. I feel like it's. An, I feel like every level levels didn't start because all of from like 14 to 18 felt the same. Life didn't start changing until 19. It was like, oh, what's happening? It's a little bit different. Yeah, and then 20 was like, okay, this is all completely changing. Right. 21 was like, okay, like, I'm enjoying this change. And then 22 was like, oh, I don't like this change at all. But 23 is like, okay, I'm trying to fix what I can fix right now. Exactly, yes. It's exactly (laughs) like that. Like what you just said. uh, Basically, I feel like 22, okay. 22 was scary. I would compare 22 and 19 with like the the, the, the confusion, like... Kind of like, uh, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, because twenty one is like, ooh, okay. Because it's still 21. fun. Twenty two is still fun. But twenty two is but scary. Scary because it's you're scary. like, okay, I'm not twenty one anymore. <laughs> yeah, like it's only plus from here on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's like <laughs> I'm just getting older. But then twenty three is kind of like, oh, oh, okay, I'm good. Like, yeah, okay. it's also realizing like, wait, 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 I'm not that old yet. I'm still young. Right, like, right. Let's not get confused yet because uh-huh. sometimes we want to get confused with twenty three being too old. But it's like, no, twenty three is literally still so young. I know. Wait, I'm gonna need this information because <laughs> this is the, the best cookie ever. Eaten. Mm. It just melted in my mouth. <laughs> We're eating a red velvet cookie. Mm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Dom. I'll shout send you their Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're. Mm. Mm. You can hear how. This is how yeah. good and moist. Oh my god. This cupcake is, Why is very moisturizing. Yeah. Mm. It's very moist, not it's moisturizing. Very... Moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's not moisturizing anything. She's in my mouth. Mm-hmm. But anyways. But yes. That's really interesting. I think um I really like how you guys are like kind of um different but complement each other. I think your thought processes um, when it comes to like art and just like the way that you see things and then emotions because like I asked about when your feelings are hurt because oftentimes when you work with people you might get into any sort of like miscommunication altercation whatever you want to call it um, it happens you know what I mean and dealing with humans people for, and people don't realize when you have a partnership with someone you're bringing in two different personalities as much as even though we grew up together we realize how completely different we are when it comes working with each other. Like, mm. she has the way she likes things, and I have the way I like my things. Like, mm-hmm. People don't realize that that sometimes, like you said, even though we are the same person, we're completely different people. And right. when it comes to the, the things we do, it, it come, comes off. But it's also having an understanding for each other's differences that kind of helps 
Mm. Like, it's like, okay, like, is it really worth... Because sometimes it... Sometimes I know when it's just, like, a fight when we've been working all day. Like, of course we're going to be annoyed. We're both, like, it's the wanting to leave. We're annoyed. We've been cleaning all day. We've been making shirts all day. Like, of course you're going to end... You're You're so considerate. (laughs) Like, you're going to end up... I I am... I always understand that of people. Like, Mm. I understand outbursts of people Mm. because I understand... Like, how are we not going to fight if we haven't ate all day and we've been stuck in the same room for more than eight hours? Right, like, <laughs> right, right. You, that's impossible. You can't say you're not going to fight. Like, mm. it just happens, especially when running on a deadline. But it's also, mm. like, not letting that be a constant thing and just letting, like, okay, like, I know we fight about this. Like, okay, if she likes to do that, like, letting her do her stuff. But it's like, okay, I like to do my things. I let's do my things. Like, just letting each other have our own ways in our in our things that we do like like I know that she likes to take handle that then I'll like I'll let her handle that mm-hmm. she likes she knows that I like to handle certain things she lets me just handle them like we don't get on each other's buttons for that because we know we both work on our own areas that we mm. never really we never really step on each other's toes like that I, I love feel like that. that's why we work together very long because she literally does her does her side of the things and I do my side of the things like mm. we both do two separate things and then we come together and then we finalize it and wow we, we do so like when we say that when you guys just compliment our design, yeah our designs are like it's literally both our brains like it's her precision mixed with my messiness and <laughs> it's just it, yes. it's what makes our brand work because like sometimes she likes to have her things really really precise but sometimes having them too precise doesn't look great and I like to have my things a little messy but sometimes having them messy doesn't look great but sometimes mm. if you mix both it just looks just the right amount that's a really good way to look at it I really like that and that's why atrocity is it is like sometimes sometimes we really really like remember it's supposed to be like messy and clean like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like true so now for my last question is um, what are your biggest inspirations and that that's not just for clothing but I mean it could be I mean the but person like, could make clothes but I'm saying not for atrocity but, like but for, for you like what are your inspirations at the moment or ever uh-huh. yeah like inspirations for as in the sense to like keep going or anything okay. like your I feel like people my, you want to shout out like people yeah. that inspire you that you think of you're like oh oh I think I would definitely have to say what inspires me the most to do my work is is definitely like for my family for my parents like I there's a goal I want to reach to just really like help out Mm-hmm. like my side of my family like that's a huge huge part like I left Mexico I left my parents at 14 people don't realize that how big that sacrifice would felt like in me at now 23 like I sometimes think like is that, was that a mistake like me living without them I lost everything I didn't learn anything when I was supposed to learn from them mm-hmm. to choose to learn this and like so my inspiration is like them to like make it like they're the ones I'm like I want to prove to them I want to show them that me moving and leaving them there it wasn't a mistake like mm. I feel like that's just kind of like my inspiration to always keep going like there's a there's a there's a place where I want to get to and I just haven't gotten there yet and you always keep them in mind to yeah, keep yourself going that's like your fuel mm-hmm. that's really inspiring that's like, really there's good. someone I have to get back to like I have to get back to them like that's mm. that's my goal what inspires me is um, I feel like the, the art community in Phoenix was basically non-existent 
for a long time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really a lot of people that, um, <clears throat> sorry, there wasn't a lot of people that came together um, to do things that they liked. I feel like a lot of people that, um, you know, that are in the art scene now felt very um, isolated and like just alone from, you know, from the typical people that are not into any of that. And when everyone started getting together, it got me really excited to continue to like make a name and to do our brand and to let it be shown and seen that that people from Phoenix can do something. Yeah. Like they right. can there can be like a there's a voice <laughs> yes. in here. Like because there's, there's yeah, creatives yeah. out here, there's artists, there's so many people that that their work deserves to be seen. Yeah. So that that's something that keeps me going a lot. Is thinking about how we can push push out of here. And we, we have one atrocity brag. That's like our only brag we have, <laughs> which is we've worked <laughs> we've worked with like Noah Cyrus has actually like worn her stuff and like she still <laughs> oh damn that's like, so cool. We re- and this was like early on in our brand. Ooh, how did you, how did, do you know how she heard about your brand? Mm, to this day, we don't know exactly. Well, in we the have be- an idea. Yeah, in the beginning, like, the first two years that we started, um, a, an online brand reached out to us. And when we had that successful, the oh, success, the sad, the sad, the sad collection, collection. Mm-hmm. we released this shirt called Sad Club. Cause mm-hmm. it was I need to see the video still. Yeah, yeah we'll show you everything. Yeah, we'll show you after. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they wanted to uh, buy, a, like, was it to just two of the designs, right? First they wanted to buy a whole bunch, but we literally had made them and all. It was just, we had no machines. It was just us two. We had no, like, it took us so long to make one, one. shirt, <laughs> especially for, um, we had a shirt called Flaming, where we bleached the entire bottom and sleeves, sleeves to make and it back. look like... And like, sides, so oh, it took three hours shirt. for one shirt. Yeah, and they wanted a hundred of them. Yeah, in bulk because they they initially wanted six hundred different because uh, they wanted like two hundred of that and then two hundred. And we told them we could. We literally had to tell them um, we it can't. Just two, we're like, <laughs> like it was just two of us, so it's gonna take us a while. Like we had made we're a handmade brand. We had to explain that to them. So I'm like, okay, we'll just take these two. We'll take two hundred uh-huh. of these, and that was still a lot. And they were gonna sell them internationally. Like, oh my yeah. they, This was an international brand with like. 30k followers like oh my god and we were at like do you still have three, the DM? we were like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're like at 300 followers at the time 400 yeah, so like, like how are they trusting us like, we, we thought they so were hard. fake like, we thought they, they were fake <laughs> <laughs> but then they sent us like they were so legitimized their instagram was legit that it was we like we didn't know no. anything still like we were like talking to this big brand and <laughs> like, like us clueless oh like, we were clueless on what to do so i guess um Obviously, like it, it said they those those shirts sold out fast. We made them. So I'm that's another Mm -hmm. big story for a but we ended up making them. So two hundred. Yes, they took us so long, and they had a date limit. We have to. There was such a specific way to do it. So we Mm -hmm. do all the shirts. We send it to them. They they're satisfied. We almost ended in bad terms, but the shirts were so good. We landed in such a bad terms with them because they screwed us over. <laughs> but the shirts were so good that they were willing to suck their pride and yeah, still message seriously? us and be oh like, okay, God. we sold out and we want more. Oh, but yeah. like, wow. they sold and 
We sold that shirt for fifteen dollars, and they were selling it for like fifty. For, yeah, like fifty something dollars. So wow. to us, we were like, "That's crazy!" Like, like our shirts can sell for fifty dollars. No, it was really no. It, it was, was like fifty. Like like, yeah, it was for a, just a long sleeve shirt. Like, yeah. I mean, but it was everything and what. But we had to ship samples to Greece. Yeah, this was like, legit. <laughs> like, this was people have no idea we went to that because we know no one. Like, like, no one got excited for us because no one understood that like internet oh world, God. like fashion world, like a legit brand was messaging. We had to send samples. Before we send the legitimacy, so, so they can photos. do the photo shoots in Greece. That to ship to Greece was sick. That's why we ended up back terms because they didn't want to pay for the shipping, and we're like, shipping is like a hundred dollars, <laughs> like, and they're like, well, we sent you this. We're like, okay, well, that's not included, and then they're like, okay, well, we'll send you the money, and they sent us the money. Mm, they better, we yeah. Sh- yeah, we shipped them, and they got him, and they did the photo shoots and everything, and then oh my yeah, god, it was legit. Like, and then wow. next thing you know, our shirts were everywhere like those shoots took all the we would go, our favorite thing was to go on go on the tags and would see they like were the coolest of the yeah. coolest people of the coolest influencers from different countries wearing them influencers from different like every oh, place shit. like was wearing them they were all the cool girls were wearing that shirt so atrocity was a hit like but people don't realize that we weren't a hit here we were hit everywhere else like and people <laughs> don't even insane. know it like people don't even that's know insane. it and so was our sad club shirt it was a simple shirt that said to the point that noah cyrus ended up wearing it oh noah my cyrus. god one day work was it's 7 a.m i wake up and the first thing i see is a message from our mutual friend saying did you guys send Noah Cyrus is sure and we've been waiting for this message we had a plan like what would happen one day we just see a celebrity <laughs> we're in, like we were, we're waiting daydreaming for daydreaming every day it's the first thing that comes from Noah Cyrus is wearing a shirt but I was like no 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 and I'm like and I click it and I open it in the first photo I see is Noah Cyrus oh in the club God. wearing our sad club shirt and I'm like <gasps> I call Angel right away 7am I wake <laughs> I wake this hoe up right I'm like I'm like hey no, what's that? She's wearing She's like, what? She's half asleep. She's like, wait, what? I'm like, go look at your phone. Go look at your phone. She goes in. She's like, oh my god. We literally start freaking out. We're like, oh and we're waiting. This is seven a.m. We're freaking out. We're cracking up. Like, okay, the day, days going by. As the day goes by, more pictures start coming out of her in the club. Like more pictures of her being tagged. Like, cause she was in a full-on club celebrating with her brother. Her famous brother is celebrating the Metro Station song, like singing them one of the most iconic 2000 songs. Yeah, of, wow. Yeah, like with partying. Shirt, yeah, with, with the shirt, shirt full-on video wow. comes out. She then starts posting it on her main story, and she posts the picture wearing our shirt on her main story with a wow. million followers. So we're like. <gasps> We start telling everyone, go tag atrocity, go tag atrocity, like our little bit of followers, and everyone listens and they go tag tag us. And this the whole day has gone by. Like it does, at this point, a whole bunch of fake uh, Noah Cyrus accounts have been following us for the day, so we we weren't <laughs> excited anymore. Like we were sitting, literally, we were sitting watching the movie. We were like with our friends, and all of a sudden, we see. I'm like. <gasps> I read it. I read it that it perfectly says Noah Cyrus. No, Noah, no numbers. No, no numbers. numbers. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Noah Cyrus just followed. We're like, who? we yell. There's actually a video. There's of us, a like, video. <laughs> yelling like psychopath. She, she, she followed us. Oh my god! We're yelling, yelling like legitimize. That is so. And cute. then we got a DM <laughs> from Noah Cyrus. <laughs> 
<laughs> telling us how much she loved our brand, saying wow. that it's, it's so cool and that she loves oh, what we were doing. And, and we were crying. Like the rest was just, and we messaged her, and we ended up being like cool with her. And she, we told her we'd send her some stuff. Her and her boyfriend at the time, and we sent her a whole box. And she ended up rocking, and she went on an she interview. Wore them she wore it everywhere. She posted professional pictures and tagged us. Mm. She knew what she was doing. She wow. knew that she was supporting us. That's so dope. She knew. I like she that. knew like. You don't just have a celebrity tag you and just like they charge their managers make them yeah. charge brands for this like it took our account like right away we were getting messages we were getting follows our brand was getting visits from all sorts of countries like we were remember wow. like we were checking our traffic from our, our website we were getting all different people people from Canada were like hey I really want to share like she paid for shipping yeah oh my god and paid for the shipping that's to canada so cool. it was like 60 dollars. she paid it oh, addition yeah. on top some guy from dubai wanted us to send like people from all over were like hey i'm willing to pay the shipping like and the only reason why we didn't do it was because the shipping was too expensive and then mm, we just didn't know at the time and we still i don't know how to do it that's anymore. crazy what shirt is that do you guys still have that the available yeah no. not available but no. yeah, oh, that was the most that's coolest so cool. shirt yeah and that's a lot i wanted to tell the story before the end of that, if you want to have it, because that's like, <laughs> yeah. that's such that a huge crazy. story that a lot of people do not know. That is so She cool. still follows us still to say. Wow. Yeah, that's so interesting, because again, like, your brand just attracts, like, it's just so different. It attracts, like, different people, and yeah. I think that's, you know. We had different. customers, and it wasn't through Instagram, it was, like, I think by name, because people, we were getting constant, constant orders from New York, from Los Angeles, from Florida, from um, Kentucky, from Oregon, from Michigan, from Missouri, from like... Oh, my God. We're talking about every single state we're oh getting shit. Like, it was insane. I still can't order. believe you guys made the 200 shirts. Like, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no. Took... That's a whole different... <laughs> <laughs> like, we need... Okay, that, that's going to be a part two. Yeah, because that's, that's, two. that's insane. That broke us. I need to see the pictures. Up. Yeah. Yeah, I have, we have behind the scenes for everything. Damn. Okay. Can't really see the shirt because it's in black and white. Oh, oh my god. That Which was in bleach. Oh, that's the one she was wearing. Yeah. Or is this the one that the two hundred? Yeah, see. that's the one. She also has another one. Let me see which one you're showing. The lame one. Oh, oh, that's I have it in color. Oh, yeah. oh. Look, it's because we would do this deep this this technique with the bleach where we would get it to look like real flames that's fire we, i mean literally fire <laughs> <laughs> like literally fire. and we make it look like flame like this is when bleach era was on. like this is oh, 2017 okay. like 2017 when flames. when it was like after the galaxy yeah era. like flames bleaches in <laughs> we yes. did the perfect formula for a realistic flame on the shirt mm. and that's the shirt that it looks got really good on the radar because after that like i said we got we had customers not through our instagram but through the actual just like people buying a shirt thing wow sad that's club so... was our hit shirt and so was that to that place like sad club which one is the sad club one it's just a simple shirt that's a sad club and it was our most old shirt it was literally one of our most old shirts. is it the one with the roses no mm-hmm. no that one said it literally, it literally just said sad club and with two little flames to oh the my god <laughs> that's so cool i have a I video of no size wearing the yellow version in an interview Oh times. my god! <laughs> we'll show you all the videos. Should we back for? Should we just? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's, let's just do it. I'm gonna start watching all these videos. So, 
Thank you so much for being on, you know, Let Me Know, my podcast. This you was know. an honor. It Thank was, you. this is going to be my longest podcast. <laughs> People better listen. But yeah, if you guys get to this point, which you will, yeah. um, you know, you know, the Easter eggs are all through. Yeah, you guys this. got to know us personally because truly no one knows, like we've been these people behind the mask because... And it hasn't been till this year that people have gotten to know who we really are. Mm. But people always have always just known Atrocity. And we don't post pictures of us being like, hey, we're Atrocity. Like, yeah, unless you follow our personal That's what's so account. mysterious. It's so mysterious. Because <laughs> when you go on Atrocity, you just see the models. And you're like, is this? No, they're models. Yeah. Okay, is and this? then people think, like- <laughs> people think we're a huge ass company. People think they're like messaging like the help the, the customer service department it's like honey it's only two of us <laughs> like, <laughs> with, uh, like there's only two of us like we once had someone trying to complain like they were complaining to a and i was like Damn. i apologize it's only two of us we make everything by hand like we got it cleared up but, right yeah we, oh my god they thought they were talking that's to a funny. big company and they're like, like oh, it's only two of us that's like, so funny oh my god i can i can imagine that I'm we like, are customer service <laughs> we're the maker the customer service photographer ceos <laughs> ceos everything editors like yeah Oh my god. Well, thank you so much thank for you. opening thank your space. You, thank you. I'm here at your studio and I feel so blessed. Thank you for the Yeah, thank you for your kind input, for your such your kind words. Like seriously, um it's what keeps us motivated is seeing that mm-hmm. there's other people like us that thrive in seeing other people do well in their own craft and can also like help push each other and help each other out. Yeah, that's truly something special. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's what that's Thank what community is about. Exactly. You know what I mean. And I like you said, the Phoenix community, the art scene is growing, it and is. we're all kind of contributing. It like, is. It's mm-hmm. step only by step. In Phoenix, it's, like Phoenix it's, is catching it's fire. Really cool to see. I love it. I love the variety, and I mm-hmm. love just like uh, how interesting it could be. You know, because like sometimes I feel like again, like I. I did a lot of probably people are gonna correct me with what I said like oh it's not just like streetwear you know maybe there's somebody making something avant garde work no. but <laughs> I get what you mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? And not to be that <laughs> person like you said you going said back no. to accepting no. our we were the first to do because we've been very the, that exactly. was our goal from 2016 was to be that fashion brand because we knew that Phoenix had no high five there's mm-hmm. some fashion brands but they're not doing it right like and I'm not even saying it like, is it? Like, I'm not talking about other brands but I'm saying like at that time they weren't yeah. doing it right there was there was some brands that we would be like what or selling it way overpriced selling it to an unreachable like what like that's not what fashion is about like I, we wanted teenagers to be able to wear a shirt we wanted mm. cool people that enjoyed fashion and wanted a nice shirt to be able to wear it and afford it the right, only reason why right. we ended up pushing up our prices a little more is because it goes into a lot of crap like and we have this place to pay we have other things to pay but exactly, other than that yeah. we still undersell the work that goes into our shirts and that's just because we want people to be able to represent and wear something like be able to show off art and be able to walk that out. that is amazing i love that thank you <laughs> so much Thank you. Right, thank you. I love Bye, guys. <laughs> Do you want to say something else? <laughs> thank you. Any closing you. closing words? Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jessica. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Bye. Bye. Bye.